Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and you're listening to Grace to Your World, a teaching ministry focused on providing an understanding of God's grace, which will empower you to change your world and live the overcoming life. Now, to find out more about our ministry and to access other free resources, simply head to alexrubinministries.org. And with that being said, let's get into today's teaching. Practicing this art of waiting uh, for God, you're waiting for God, you're waiting to get that word from Him, you're resting in, in, um, in, in the truth that what you need is available. Now, one of the biggest questions that people have sometimes is, and I get this question a lot, is, is Alex, how do I, how do I make sure I'm hearing from God? Uh, in other words, how do I tell the difference between the Holy Spirit telling me to do something or, or, or just, just me thinking I ought to do this? It's a, it's a good question, guys. It's a good question. Uh, how do you tell the difference? Uh, well, one thing is, is I, I, I shared this before, is you got to be in His Word. You see, uh, your your mind is is kind of like a uh, like a radio dial. Uh, whatever you focus on the most is what you're going to become receptive to. And I sh- I told you guys before, uh, you can be uh, inundated with negative stuff all of the time, and then expect you're going to hear from God correctly. In other words, you can be. Uh, listening to constant negative news, uh, CNN, <laughs> all day long, and, and then have your mind clogged up with that and think you're going to hear from God correctly. Uh, and so what you want to do is you want to tune your mind into the correct channel. How do you do that? You do it through the Word of God. And so one way that you hear from God is simply just you being in His Word, uh, you meditating in His Word. Remember, that's the first key. Um, but then the other thing is also... And this is very powerful uh, to understand this, is, is you want to let the peace of God guide you. You want to let the peace of God guide you. What I'm saying is, is that God, when He speaks to you, He's never going to lead you out of, out of His peace. Now, that doesn't mean He's never going to tell you to do something that's, that's a challenge, that's difficult to do. He might want you... Uh, there might have been a conflict in... Um, in a marriage with your spouse and uh, God speaks to you and, and he kind of tells you, well, you were really kind of being self-centered there. Uh, most issues uh, in a marriage are really just have to do with self-centeredness. We're more uh, focused on ourselves rather than uh, the other person. And so he might convict you and say, well, you were kind of self-centered. Now, what I want you to do is I, go, I want you to go and apologize to your spouse. I want you to go and apologize to, 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 your, to your spouse. And, 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 and maybe that in the natural seems difficult for you to do. But you see, when God's telling you to do it, uh, there's going to be a peace that he, that he gives you with that. There's going to be a peace that comes. You see, God's never going to lead you out of his peace. Anything he tells you to do, he's going to supply you with a supernatural peace in order to do it. And so if you hear something and you just don't feel peace about it, uh, then I would stop. And make sure that was really the Lord, because chances are, if, if, if what you're about to do is going to cost you your peace, uh, it may have, it's, it's probably not coming from God, is he? It's important. Now, look at this here in Colossians 3.15. He says in verse 15, he says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also you are called in one body, 
and be ye thankful. Look at this in the Amplified. Amplified makes this very clear. What he's saying here, he says, and let the peace, I love this definition of peace, he says, uh, soul harmony, which comes from Christ. Peace is, is soul harmony. You see, that's, that's your, your mind and your will and your emotions being in harmony. They're not being a, a conflict in your soul. Uh, you see, peace, glory to God. He says, let the peace, the soul harmony, which comes from Christ, rule, which means act as umpire continually in your hearts. And watch how he defines it. This peace is deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds in that peaceful state to which as members of Christ's one body you were also called to live. Glory to God. We're called to live life, lives of peace, guys. And he says, and be thankful, appreciative, giving praise to God always, which is, by the way, a powerful way to lead you into the peace of God is just being thankful, just being appreciative, just, just praising him for his goodness. Amen. But I want you to notice, he says, letting the peace of God rule in your heart literally means letting that peace act as umpire continually in our hearts. And so that peace is going to decide and settle with finality all questions uh, that come up in our lives. And so, again, this is what I do uh, in my own life and, and with this ministry. Uh, if I don't have peace about a certain thing, uh, then I'm not going to do it. Uh, sometimes we're so performance-oriented and so focused on, well, I got to do, I got to do, I got to do, uh, that we're just willing to do even, even if that doing is costing us our peace. Well, hold on, guys. You see, when you're waiting on waiting for God, um, what happens is you're waiting for him to give you instruction and direction. Well, sometimes he, he, he may tell you to do nothing. I know that's a shock for, for, for some, some of you guys because you're so like, Alex, I got to do, I got to do, I got to do. Uh, God helps those who help themselves. No, remember, that's, that's not what the Bible says. That's what Benjamin Franklin said. Uh, no, you see, God needs you to, to look to him. And sometimes he may tell you just to stay put. <laughs> and, and, and just to be at peace and just to rest and he's going to work out the situation. Other times he may tell you to do something but you can tell that it's coming from him when there's a peace uh, that comes uh, with it. Uh, again, what I'm announcing today is at the end of the video is a big step for us as a ministry uh, and I the other day, uh, just before I, I made the final, we made the final decision, uh, I was seeking God about this thing. I said, Lord, do you want us to do this? Uh, okay, Lord, you want us to do this? Do you want us to do it now? Should we wait uh, to do this? And, and, and all day I was just, Lord, I'm waiting uh, uh, for you. I'm waiting for you to, to speak to me. I'm waiting for you uh, uh, to let me know. Well, at the end of that day, I just knew it with such a uh, confidence and such an assurance that God wanted us to make this, this adjustment in the ministry in what we're doing here locally. Uh, and I knew it. Uh, and, and, and then I um, talked to... Uh, the people where we're renting a, a space for our uh, local uh, ministry, local services, I talked to them about making those changes and, and man, uh, within like I think less than 48 hours everything was already settled. I thought it was going to be a long process of, of changing stuff uh, w with regards to when, with the dates that we got booked for having meetings at our local uh, place here in Culver City. Uh, and I thought it was going to be this long process, but man, uh, it just happened. 
that quickly everything got set up and I'm getting ready to announce it to you today guys uh, what it is uh, we're, we're changing our times when we're uh, having our uh, gatherings here and, 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 and that just was a confirmation you see when I saw how fast that that all came together it was a confirmation that what I heard from God was correct but again what I did was I did not move I didn't I did not make the decision until I knew that this was from God and man I, I guarantee you when that becomes how you live you're gonna be in his peace you see you're gonna walk in his peace because you know no matter what you what you're called to do if you're in his will there's gonna be a peace that uh, comes with that look at Philippians 4 9 Philippians 4 9 Uh, Philippians 4 9 praise God peace is a big deal guys uh, I've shared with you before peace your peace is really your most valuable uh, asset a and so you want to remember this if anything costs you your peace that means it's too expensive it's too expensive guys uh, you can't uh, even when it comes to helping people sometimes you want to help people, but every time you're with them, uh, it's like they suck the peace right out of you. Well, I'm not saying don't help them. I'm just saying uh, sometimes you, you, you got to know if God wants you to help a person from a distance or if God wants you to always be around that person. You see, if, if, if you're around peace vampires all of the time, guys, uh, what happens is when, when you lose your own peace, uh, then that's going to impact how, how well you can serve even the person you're trying to help. Uh, and I've, I've said this before, that you can't uh, allow other people's drama to take away your peace. doesn't mean you don't love them. This is not always easy, but it's, it's, it doesn't mean you don't love them. It just means you understand the value of your peace. And, and, and if you have your peace... You can hear from God more clearly. You, you have an assurance that you're in His will. And now you're actually going to be able to, to, to be a blessing to the other people in your life, you see. Praise God. Look at Philippians 4.19. Philippians 4.19, he says, Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me. This is the Apostle Paul speaking. He says, those things do. And watch this. He says, and the God of peace shall be with you. He's the God of peace. You see, he's not the God who's going to take away your peace. He's not the God who's going to condemn you. He's not the God uh, who makes you fearful and, and nervous and on edge, you see. And so what Satan will always try to rob you of is your peace. Well, you wait for him. You listen for his direction. You stay close to him. And he says, the God of peace, he'll be with you. In other words, his peace is going to be with you. Praise God. Isn't that what Jesus said? He says, he said, uh, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. He said, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. And so in other words, the peace of the world, I want you to understand, guys. Thank you, Lord. The peace of the world, what the world considers peace is really not peace. It's just a temporary suspension of conflict. You see, your peace you being at peace is not necessarily the absence of conflict. 
or the absence of difficulty. No. The peace that God wants you to have is you being at peace in the midst of the challenge. Glory to God. You being at peace even when stuff's not working around you. You being at peace even when you have believed God for that promise for a very long time and it still hasn't shown up. Well, glory to God. You being at peace is, is, is you're still at peace independent of whether or not you got the manifestation. You guys following me. And so what the world considers peace is not peace. The temporary suspension of conflict, the God kind of peace is I'm at peace no matter what's going on. I'm at peace independent of circumstances and conditions. If you understand that, say amen. Glory to God. Let's look at another verse here that talks about waiting for God. Uh, uh, let's go to Psalms 27, verses 13 and 14. Psalms 27, uh, verses uh, 13 and uh, 14. Telling you guys, stuff is getting ready to happen. Uh, this is a breakthrough time, guys. Uh, I, I, I just sense that in my spirit. I sense it in my spirit, and I want you to know, breakthrough in the Christian life happens not when you're working and struggling. No, <laughs> glory to God. Thank you, thank you, Lord. What the Lord has put in my heart is is sweatless victories. I prophesy some 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 sweatless victories over your lives. You see, uh, you as a Christian is not you going around sweating like a sinner. No, you as a Christian is you resting in what Jesus has already done. And out of that resting, there's some sweatless victories that are going to manifest in your life. In other words, there's going to be stuff that happens in your life, man, and it's going to show up, and you're you're going to know that this has shown up not because of anything you've done. No, man, it wasn't your doing, it wasn't your effort, it was the Lord's doing. And all you'll be able to say is, this is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Praise God, I'm believing that for us as a, as a whole body of believers. All of our friends and partners, everyone who is uh, plugged in with this ministry, I prophesy that over our lives, guys. It's going to be powerful. Now look at what David said here in uh, Psalms 27. Psalms 27, verses uh, 13 and uh, 14. Let's look at this in the Amplified. Uh, Psalms uh, 27, uh, verses 13 and 14 in the uh, Amplified. He says in verse 13, watch this now. He says, what, what would have become of me had I not believed, glory to God? If you have your Bible, underline the word believe. It's all about can you believe right? Can you believe right? Praise God. He says, what, what would have become of me had I not believed, glory to God, that I would see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living? You see, you got to be someone who believes that you're going to see the Lord's goodness, not just when you get to heaven. No, not just uh, in the future, in, 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 in the distant, you know. Oh, oh, Alex, you know, when we get to heaven, that's going to be a glorious day. Oh, we're just going to uh, sing when we get to heaven. Oh, but until we get there, oh, sweet Jesus, it's just going to be a struggle. Oh, it's just going to be hardship. Oh, but one day... Ooh, one day in the future, 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 one day, 
No, guys, that's all wrong. That's not what the scripture is saying. He says, David said, even under the old covenant, he said, what would have become of me if I wouldn't have believed that I'm going to see the Lord's goodness, not, not in, when I die uh, and go to heaven, but in the land of the living. In the land of the living. You see, you want to understand that God wants you to be blessed right here, right now on earth. You want to understand that it is the will of God for you to thrive in every area of your life. Now, am I saying that your life as a believer is going to be a challenge-free life? Of course not, guys. You see, we live in a fallen world, and, and, and may I remind you, just in case you didn't know, there's a devil loose in this world. You see, there's some, some crazy stuff happening in the world. Uh, and so I'm not saying that, that we're going to have a challenge-free life, but what you want to understand is that it's the will of God for you to be blessed. It's the will of God for you to prosper. It's the will of God for you to be victorious. It's the will of God for you, a glory to God, to be on top and never to be uh, beneath. You see, it's the will of God for you to have good success in every area of your life. And so you got to believe that. And so, as you're practicing this art of waiting for God, you're expecting Him to show up. You're expecting His guidance. You're expecting His direction. You're letting His peace guide you. And now, you've got to absolutely understand, glory to God. You've you got to have an earnest expectation that you're going to see His goodness showing up in your life right here and right now, in the land of the living. You see? See, it's wrong when people think it's all about just the spiritual. It's all about when you go to heaven. No, uh, that was the case. And why did Jesus say, uh, pray along these lines, uh, that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven? You see, if, 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 if the will of God was already being uh, done on earth as it is in heaven, then we wouldn't have to pray for that. <laughs> so, so sometimes people uh, think they have this mistaken idea of what the sovereignty of God is all about, and they think that everything that happens in the earth realm is the will of God. Well, guys, that's, that's all wrong. That's not correct. Uh, is, he, is, is God sovereign? Of course, he's sovereign. But God being sovereign does not mean that God controls everything. You see, in order for the will of God to come to pass in your life, he needs your cooperation, and your cooperation is not your performance. No, your cooperation is your right believing. I believe I'm going to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Glory to God, I believe I'm going to see the promises of God coming to pass in my life. Yeah, it's been a long time that I've been standing in faith, but, but I believe, you see. Remember, patience is enduring faith. Persistent faith. Persistent faith. Jesus said that the will of God is to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, guys, in heaven there's no sickness. May I remind you? There's no lack in heaven. There's no uh, economic downturn in heaven. Uh, you see? <laughs> there's no shortage in heaven. Uh, and so the will of God for you, therefore, is for you not to be in lack. Can I have... You agree with me on that. The will of God is for you to have your needs being met. Not only just a little bit. Well, Alex, let me just try to get by. Uh, me, my four, no more. No, no. <laughs> uh, the will of God is for you to have your needs be met to such a degree that it's not just you and your family, but so that you can be a blessing to other people as well. You see, God wants you healthy in your body so that you can fulfill the calling that he has on your life. You see. Say this out loud with me, friends. Say, I believe I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Say, I have an earnest expectation of good. Glory to God. 
say this, say something good is happening to me. Uh, if, if you're with someone, look at them and say, oh, something's good, something good is getting ready to happen. Something good is re getting ready to happen. <laughs> Praise God. That's where we're supposed to live. That's what, what David is saying here. Now, uh, look at verse 14. He says, I'm expecting to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And, and how, and watch what he says in verse 14. In verse 14, he says this, he says, he says, wait and hope for and expect the Lord. Glory to God. I'm saying this, prophesying this over someone watching. Wait, hope for, expect the goodness of God. I know in the natural it looks like like things will never change. I know in the natural you're, you're, you're trying to figure out how is this going to ever happen. Friend, you serve a supernatural God. You not knowing how it's going to happen, that's not, a, that's not a problem to God. You see, God didn't ever call you to try to figure out how stuff is going to happen. He just needs you to believe Him, you see. And so, wait. This is a word for someone. Wait, hope for, expect the Lord. Glory to God. And He says, be brave and of good courage. He says, let your heart be stout and enduring. Glory to God. <laughs> and I love it. He says, yes, wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. Wait for, hope for, and expect the Lord. And so, no matter where you find yourself, I want to encourage you to realize that what God is calling you to do, <laughs> praise God, you know, we live in a society where everything is, is kind of fast-paced. Oh, I got to do this, then I'm going to do this, this, that, and the other. Uh, some of you guys watching, you, you barely have enough time to brush your teeth in the morning. Uh, you get up and, and ooh, you're going at a 180 miles an hour. And you just stay there throughout the day. Well, may I submit to you, God is telling you that He wants you to slow down. He wants you to slow down. Sometimes people can't hear from the Lord just because they're so busy, always just, just doing, doing, doing. Well, God wants you to slow down Get quiet and listen. Listen what he's telling you to do. Look at some stuff going on in your life and, and ask him, Lord, is this your will for me? Am I supposed to be here doing this thing that I'm doing? Or am I just doing this thing because I think that's what, I'm, what I should be doing? The world loves to tell you what you should be doing. Well, you ought to do this. Well, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to know what the Holy Ghost says. I'm going to go with what the Holy Ghost says. Not with what the world says. The world may have all kinds of ideas about how a ministry ought to be started. Well, you know what? Holy Ghost was talking to me about this ministry, you see, and so I'm, I'm following His direction. And so we want to do this in every area of our lives. You don't want to wake up one day and realize everything you've done, even the, 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 the little successes you may have achieved along the way, well, it was all just your, your own performance and self-effort, guys, no. You see, one day I want to stand before the Lord, and I just want to know that, that everything I did in this earth, I didn't accomplish any of it through my own effort. I, I want to know that this was the Lord's doing. 
You've been listening to the Alex Rubit Ministries podcast. I'm your host, Alex Rubit. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today, guys. Now, if this message has been a blessing to you, I want to encourage you to help us to spread the good news. Simply like, subscribe, and share this podcast with others. Now, I pray that you will continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.